Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's me. That's right. It's your girl, Rokita, right back here again on the Onstage Plus TV network, ready to catch you up on some NFL updates and things that have been going on across the NFL league this offseason. That's right, folks. We are in offseason right now. We have been, and there have been quite a few things going on that we need to catch up on. So I just want to say thank you again for joining me. Thank you for sticking with me right here on the Onstage Plus TV network where you can find arts, entertainment, sports, and Rose Corner ready to give you your NFL highlights. And you can find that on all major streaming platforms. That's right, folks. The Onstage Plus TV network is now on all your major streaming sites. We've got Amazon. We've got Roku, Hulu. So all of those sites, that's where you will find me. So again, I just want to say thank you for joining me. Thank you for sticking with me. Let's get over here. Let's get all caught up on these highlights because we have stuff to catch up on. We are now in the 2022 NFL League new season. Right now, folks, March 16th, that's when it started. It happened to be the same day of a free agency frenzy, the day where all free agents had an opportunity to sign and go wherever it is that they wanted to go. So look, I'm here to catch you up on all of that. I mean, we're talking everything from major events that are leading up to the NFL. We've got the NFL Combine, Scouting Combine that took place. We've got Pro Day still going on. We've got the NFL League meeting that's been happening the last three days. That's going to be interesting, as well as a bunch of trades, um, who signed who, who traded where. So we have some stuff to catch up on. Join me now. Get comfortable. Okay. Or get loose, get jiggy, whatever it is you need to do. But let's get right into this. Come on now, join me in Rose Corner. So here we go. Look, uh, if you know anything about me and you've been joining the show, then you absolutely know that I've tried to cover as much as I can on the field and off the field throughout last year's 2021 NFL season. So now I'm back. It's 2022. We've got some things actually really happening. So, um, look, it's been like six weeks since the Super Bowl. Can you believe that? Six weeks already since the Super Bowl. It actually feels a little bit longer, but uh, February 12th, is that when the Super Bowl was? When we seen the L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals play, where, of course, the L.A. Rams uh, won that Super Bowl. So it's been six weeks and so much has happened just since then. Uh, one of the events that took place that I want to cover with you is the NFL Scouting Combine. That took place uh, probably about three weeks ago here, and uh, it came back this year. Any of you football people that know and love football, you know last year the NFL scouting combine did not happen because of COVID, which just happened to shut pretty much everything down. So every year the NFL scouting combine is held typically in Indianapolis. That's where it's at. It's a four-day event where all these prospects from colleges or walk-ons that are trying to try out for the NFL, this is a time they have to showcase. So unfortunately, I don't have time to dig into everything that went on at the Combine, but it definitely was an exciting season this year, only because one, here we are coming back. 
It came back this year, but it's also kind of continuing a lot of the historical moments and things that have taken place in the NFL this past season. If you caught my show last year, almost every week I was covering either a player that broke their own record, um, a historical NFL record, or something historically was happening. Look, we had the Cincinnati Bengals go to the Super Bowl. That was history within itself because they hadn't been in a postseason game in almost 30 years, folks, or at least not the Super Bowl. So a lot of historical things happened and the combine did not fail with that either. Look, this year's combine was historical because one event, one main event, I know the event that I'm always looking forward to, and that is the 40-yard dash, folks. That's right. Listen to this. This year, the 40-yard dash um, had probably the lowest times ever. It included um, the fastest with defensive backs. Um, the most in history all ran under a 4.40 in the 40-yard dash. The average time combined in the combine this year was a 4.71. Lowest in combine history. I'm telling you, this was the year where they had about 30 players that ran under a 4.4. And they had the fastest group of running backs, wide receivers, defensive back, O-linemen ever this year so if you miss the combine you can always go back and check it out but i will say it was an event to be watched all four days but if you didn't catch it or even if you're not a football fan like some of us are not there's one name that i'm sure you've seen trending and sure that you heard along the headlines on social media about the NFL Combine, and that's right, that is former um, Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Okay, Jordan Davis stood at 6'6", 341 pounds, and ran a 4.78 at the, four, at the Combine in the 40-yard dash. So that name you heard pretty much all over social media sites, especially on Twitter, when that took place. So if there's nothing else you took away from it, You've seen historically, because no one over 300 pounds has ever done anything like that in combine history. So we'll see. We'll talk about Jordan Davis another time and where he stands in the draft now. So, again, a lot of things taking place. That was the combine. Um, we've had multiple trades that have happened almost immediately after the season was over. And I'm talking craziness. Everything from Tom Brady coming back from retirement Aaron Rodgers making it seem like he didn't know where he was going to be this past season um, to some pretty shocking trades. So not only did I say historical and just the combine, uh, combine, excuse me, but we've also had some pretty shocking trades that have happened almost immediately. I got to say for me, um, when we talk about trades and we talk about things that have been happening across the season, um, I think one of the probably most shocking trades that anybody would probably agree with that took place was the trade of the one and only Russell Wilson. Oh my goodness. Okay. So for me, that was a pretty big trade right there. Uh, Russell Wilson gets traded from the Seattle Seahawks. He is now with the Denver Broncos. That's right, folks. He's with the Denver Broncos. So we're talking trades right now. 
for me, that was probably one of the biggest things that could have happened, um, especially when it came to court, came to quarterbacks, um, because nobody really expected that. I mean, it was shocking to see him go over to Denver. This show is sponsored by the Sean Rayford Experience. Sean Rayford has had an ongoing love affair with the sax. And the way his musical talent has impacted so many people over the years of live performing, there is no doubt that the title of his full-length, highly anticipated album would be known as Man With A Horn. And the spark that created Man With A Horn, as well as many of its unique tracks, was a text message that Sean received from Derek D.O.A. Allen, a renowned bassist and producer amongst pop, R&B, and contemporary jazz artists such as Prince, Janet Jackson, Brian Culbertson, Toby Mack, and Lionel Richie, just to name a few. So whether he is the main attraction or he's opening up for performers such as singers, rappers, comedians, or even spoken word artists, Sean Rayford's presence is the centerpiece of any presentation, highlighting his artistry, his enthusiasm and showmanship, as well as his ability to be able to perform and express himself within a multitude of genres. You can get the Man With The Horn album on any streaming major platforms. For booking or interviews, please reach out to Sean at SeanRayfordSacks at gmail.com or you can visit the website at www.SeanRayfordSacks.com That's SeanRayfordSacks.com uh, Something else that I think kind of shook everybody up was Tom Brady. Uh, he uh, Almost immediately after the season, Tom Brady announced his retirement. Okay, but now here we are two months later. He decides, guess what? My spot is on the football field. That's right. So Tom Brady has decided he is not going to retire. He's coming out of retirement, making this his 23rd season in the NFL, his third season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I got to tell you, between Brady, between Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and his roller coaster of events, especially postseason, they have had this offseason kind of lit just with what everybody's been talking about. And my boy Aaron Rodgers has decided to stay. He's staying with the Green Bay Packers. If you didn't know that, you know it now. But look, I feel like we knew everything about Aaron Rodgers this past season from the whole COVID thing to uh, the big toe injury to now him um, wanting us to think he still wants to play football, but maybe not so much for the Green Bay Packers. He has just completely put himself out there just uh you know, kind of making things a little uncomfortable, I guess you could say, for a lot of people. So he signed back with the Green Bay Packers, uh, reported $200 million contract, now making him the highest NFL player ever in NFL history. $200 million. And as far as like the next trade, ironically, some things happened on that team. And I think one of his reasons to stay is uh, a reason that actually left. And that would be 
the trade of wide receiver Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams ends up leaving and going to the Las Vegas Raiders. But uh, look, Devontae Adams got a $141.25 million deal for five years with the Las Vegas Raiders. So I don't think he's complaining at all one bit about that. Uh, I think the move is actually pretty helpful. I mean, Devontae Adams, I think, um, you know, I think one of his good things about going to the Las Vegas Raiders is that he's going back to play with cars, uh, with Carr. Derek Carr, because if you don't know, him and Derek played college football together at Fresno State. So it's a win-win situation. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is who he is. He's going to deliver to anybody. Uh, Devontae Adams has now found his way to Las Vegas Raiders. We will see what the Raiders can do because, remember, they were that one team. Um, didn't really start off so well, um, and then they did, and then they had all these on-field things taking place with players that I think really kind of affected the outcome of the season. So we'll see how that definitely goes. So we got Tom Brady. He says, hey, I'm not retiring. I'm back. We've got Aaron Rodgers. Staying with the Green Bay Packers, we've got Russell Wilson traded over to the Denver Broncos, which I, I'm telling you, that was probably the most shocking for me. But look, we've had a lot of trades taking place. Um, I think another one that I have to mention that is non-QB related right now uh, was a trade of Khalil Mack from the Chicago Bears. He's now with the Los Angeles Chargers, which... I think it's actually a good move for Mac because look, Mac is a beast when it comes to pass rushing. And when it comes to this AFC West, um, it's some major quarterbacks out there. And so defense is going to have to step up to be able to get to these quarterbacks. And that's what Khalil Mack has been known to do. Um, he did it with the Chicago Bears, uh, just not quite effective. And so now here he has been traded. Um, and I think it was a really good move to the Los Angeles uh, Chargers. Uh, another mentionable trade, mind you, there's been plenty of trades going on, but I'm giving you highlights my way, so I'm going to tell you which ones I think were worthy of mentioning, and that was Amari Cooper. I mean, I watched Amari Cooper play last year for the Dallas Cowboys. I was there at the Raider game, did quite well, had some great numbers. Um, but look, he's now over there with the Cleveland Browns, which that one is a little shocking to me because here Baker Mayfield has had um, OBJ. He's had an opportunity to really stand out, especially with his receivers, but has failed to kind of do that. So I'm really, really hoping Amari Cooper and Baker Mayfield mesh. I'm really hoping um, there's something there that comes about. So, of course, Mayfield can prove that he is a professional quarterback one and that he stands among ranks of all the other quarterbacks because as it stands that's not how he is looking right now so we'll see what happens with that again we've got Amari Cooper who's been traded from the Dallas Cowboy over to the Cleveland Browns and again for me Mayfield's had plenty of weapons between Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Now you've got another one. Let's see if Mayfield can make things happen. So uh, another trade. So again, folks, these trades have been happening. You can still catch up on them. Um, you know, you can find some anywhere on any of the sports news stations, especially right here in Rose Corner. All right. So um, 
Lastly, I will say one of the other ones that I mentioned that I thought was different. Um, uh, and this is free agency. Okay, we're talking free agents. These players had the ability to go wherever they wanted to go. Uh, was Von Miller. So I will say um, this was his first time, I realized, ever being a free agent. So here Von Miller um, has gone to the Buffalo Bills which um, is, is, I don't know, kind of different because here you are leaving a team that just won the Super Bowl. So I'm not really sure what happened there, uh, what came about of it, but I do think uh, Von Miller is happy because he has said that he always pictured himself playing with the Buffalo Bills. In fact, when he got drafted in 2014, that's where he thought he was going. So um, he's going there. I think Los Angeles was ready to give him um, a nice little contract, but uh, looks like he decided that he'd rather go with the Buffalo Bills. So good luck to Von Miller this season. Uh, I think things will work out for him just being the dynamic player that he actually is. Welcome to your brother, to your homeboy, to your cousin, to your kinfolk, Mr. Sean Rayford and the Sean Rayford Experience. Make some noise up in here. Um, you've also got um, the receiver. Alan Robinson II, okay, he also signed. So, I mean, the Rams got him. They got rid of Von Miller. If you know much about Robinson, uh, he's actually been in the NFL also since 2014. He got drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then he played there for four years, got traded to the Chicago Bears, um, and played there for the last four years. So he's now going to have the ability to step up and uh, play for a team that could possibly be defending the Super Bowl. And that's the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, we'll see about that. You didn't hear Robinson's name too well um, with the Chicago Bears. But, you know, he was one of those receivers that um, was known for his recovery. Like he knew how to recover and help the quarterbacks look well. He would finish a play out that didn't look like it had the possibility of going anywhere. That's Allen Robinson, the second. So that has taken place as well. And we'll see. Okay, we'll see if his numbers get better with a quarterback like Matthew Stafford because, again, Robinson actually is a dynamic receiver. Just didn't hear his name too much with the Chicago Bears. Okay, so um, again, we're covering trades. It's a lot going on. Uh, one of my last free agents I think I'm going to talk about, which I think was a real big boss move for the Cincinnati Bengals, was the signing of white guard Alex Kappa. Okay, uh, look, defense wins the game. 
And we've seen Cincinnati completely turn around their season in the second part of the season because of their defense. But one thing we also noticed in that Super Bowl was the lack of plays from that O-line. They just could not really get anything off. So I commend the Bengals for making some moves right off the bat with that O-line, which is where they've seen their weakness take place. So they got Alex Kappa. Um, he used to be with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His season with them ended this past season. He became a free agent. So they signed him to a four-year, $40 million contract. Okay? That is not bad at all. Kappa did good. And look, one of these other reasons why I'm mentioning Kappa is because Kappa actually played um, at a favorite college of mine, which was Humboldt State University. That's right. I, myself, was born and raised in Humboldt State, so I have many ties to Humboldt State University. And knowing that's where he came out of, look, he ranked ninth amongst guards his last past season. So I'm going to tell you, Kappa was a good move. Another cup, uh, good move the Cincinnati Bengals did is they signed Ted Cara as well. Now, Cara signed a three-year, $18 million contract with them. However, Cara has the ability to play um, multiple online uh, O-line positions, okay? Um, he's been center. He's been white guard. So he can play all of those positions, and so they need someone like him. So I think adding Cara and Kappa to that O-line with Cincinnati Bengals is going to make that O-line tighten up and be better. Um, and there's no telling what's going to happen. Um, another big one, one of the bigger trades, I thought, was uh, Carson Wentz. Um, that one happened almost immediately. Um, but for that one, I got to say, that was a big shock. Outside of Russell Wilson and him going to Denver, I think uh, Carson Wentz and him going to... Uh, Let's see, going to the Washington Commanders was definitely kind of a shock as well. Because um, we have been hearing things about Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks and, um, you know, is uh, the Wilson and Carroll um, era over? Apparently it is. But now so is the Wentz and Indianapolis Colts era. They have completely cut ties. Um, there's been some talk that they just, you know, some people just couldn't get along. Um, it was more not so much of how he was playing. Uh, but some other issues that were going on with that team and so um, you know unfortunately for Wentz he's been traded now uh, twice this year once from the uh, Eagles uh, from the Colts and so now here he is with the Washington Commanders uh, we'll see what he does with the Commanders and if they can make anything happen uh, with that trade I think Wentz still has a lot of good playing in him. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts were 9-8. and eight. I think they're just trying to move into a, another direction um, and be that good team that they know they can be. So, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, these things happen around the league. Every season, there's major trades. Um, there's surprises and shocks that we're all just not ready for. But look, everybody's trying to get to that one big game. So everybody's going to make their adjustments. And, and believe me, with these trades, these teams, um, you know, they're getting things back. They're getting fifth round picks. They're getting sixth round picks, second round pick drafts. So, you know, when these trades are happening, you know, you're getting something in return. And that's what it is with these teams. They're trying to see what's going to work out best for them. Everybody wants a win-win situation. And so, I'm excited to see what all is going to happen. Okay, as I've mentioned, uh, we've got Pro Day still happening right now. And I got to be honest, 
I never was really into pro day. Uh, pro day is when the college players have an opportunity to play at their colleges or on their field of choice rather than attend the combine. And for me, I want to see you at the NFL Combine. I know why they're doing it, you know, in their own um, environment where they've got their trainers and their staff at, and it makes a lot of sense. So uh, Pro Day, I did not realize, is uh, months. It's still going on right now. It started early March. It goes to almost the end of April or before April, right before the draft. So uh, that's been kind of exciting. I think next week I'm going to have to really dive into let you know who stood out on these pro days because um, it doesn't always work out for some of them like they think. But it's interesting all the colleges that are traveled to pro days, all the college players out there that are trying to get into the NFL because that's where they're trying to be right now. And that's the season we're in. We may be off season, but we know there is never any off season when it comes to football. All right. So look, when it comes to football, I'm your girl. I'm here. It's me. It's Ro. I'm back. Rose Corner. Um, I did take a little break and I do apologize for that. This show, I will say my show right now, it's been a few weeks, has been dedicated to my mother. Rest in peace, uh, Miss Dolores Jones. My mother passed away uh, the day before Super Bowl. Uh, she did pass away, actually, yeah, the day before Super Bowl. And she fought a short, brief battle with uh, stomach cancer. And so um, I needed a few months to take off. I never disconnected from football. In fact, uh, one of the last things she mentioned to me um, before she passed was the Super Bowl um, and the coverage and who won. And she asked and she asked me because she knew I was going to be right there paying attention to the Super Bowl. So this show was completely dedicated to my mother. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining me. Stay with, with me. Join me back next week because we are going to cover um, some more good things. I'm going to talk about some of the stuff the players have been doing off the field, not so much football related, but what they have been doing because it has been off season and some of them have been contributing to their communities and doing other things as well. So we'll talk about that. Um, I'm going to catch you up on the NFL league meeting. Okay. So the league meeting, CEOs, executives, this is where the owners, um, managers all sit down and discuss rules and make any changes where they see fit. So we're definitely going to talk about that league meeting because, as you know, at the end of last season, there was some controversy about the overtime rules in the playoffs. And I know that's definitely going to be one of the rules that's going to be up for discussion. So it'll be so interesting to see if that's going to change, folks. All right. All right. So look, there you have it. Again, I have caught you up on things that are going around the NFL right now. We've got more stuff to catch up on because although the season has not started yet, we still have a few weeks. Look, we've got the NFL draft coming up. Uh, that starts April 28th and ends on April 30th. That's what everybody's going to be looking for. We've also got spring training camps getting ready to get, um, get started as well. Um, and the early training camp days are really for new coaches, new players. Um, that's going to be interesting. They usually actually start before the draft. So I can't wait to cover that for you as well. So look, folks, uh, it's been fun. It's been my time. It is time for me to go. Thank you again for joining me right here. You can find me here giving you your NFL updates on the Onstage Plus TV network right here in Rose Corner. I am now signing off. Goodbye. And thank you all so much. And let's go football. <laughs>